Hello, nerds and nerdettes. My name is Tiffany, and I'd like to welcome you to the Elevated Otaku Podcast, where we talk about how to improve your life, nurture your relationships, and how to summon a demon to drag our tormentors straight to hell. Yes, this podcast is about tapping into our feelings, and what feeling more connects us as human beings than fear? So today, I'll be sharing three terrifying Japanese urban legends with you, along with three horror anime that will leave you curled up underneath your covers with your nightlights on this Halloween season. Without further ado, let's start with our first anime recommendation. I'll kill you and the demons will come and carry me off into the dark. My dad will be able to go on living his life here in peace. Yeah, that'd be best. Best for everyone, right? Higurashi, When They Cry. This show follows Kaichi Maibara, a boy who moves to the quiet little rural village of Hinamizawa. As he works to get used to the slow pace of country life, he befriends several girls from his class who tell him about an upcoming festival, a celebration dedicated to a local deity called Oyashiro. But as the festival draws nearer, Kaichi also learns about a dark mystery that surrounds it. For the past four years, gruesome murders and inexplicable disappearances have taken place on the day of the festival, occurrences that have come to be known as the Oyashiro Curse. And when the body of a man is discovered, a man who seems to have ripped out his own throat, Kaichi decides that he wants to get to the bottom of the Oyashiro curse. Upon first glance, this show may fool you with its bright color palette and adorable character designs, but just wait a bit and you'll be hit with some of the most gruesome body horror you've ever seen in anime. In fact, the cuteness of these characters perfectly juxtaposes how horrific some of the deaths in the show really are. So, if you're looking for an eerie, mind-bending, bloody show to watch this season, Higurashi is a great choice. Speaking of body horror and Japanese students, buckle in for our first urban legend, the tale of Teke Teke. Several decades ago, teenager Kashima Raiko and her family moved to the bustling city of Sapporo in Hokkaido, Japan. Though her family loved their new home, Kashima always felt like an outsider. At home, she was distant and considered the black sheep of the family. And at school, it was no better. Her classmates picked on her for her shyness and her introversion. They would make fun of her, push her, poke her, and taunt her all the way to the train station. One day, as two of her classmates followed her to the train station, poking her and calling her names, another waited behind the pole for her to pass. As Kashima approached, the classmate behind the pole stuck her leg out, and the other two pushed Kashima from behind. Kashima lunged forward, tripping over her bully's leg and fell onto the train tracks. The students laughed and pointed, but their laughter quickly turned to shock as they heard a train approaching. Kashima had slammed her head hard against the ground and through her confusion, didn't realize what was going on. 
Instead of helping, the bullies ran away as the train barreled down and cut Kashima's body in half. For a few moments, Kashima lay there, still alive and in shock as she dug her hands into the gravel below and tried to lift herself up. Her upper body ripped away from her lower body as her intestines spilled out, and Kashima finally died. Witnesses to Kashima's death never saw her classmates push her. They believed Kashima had simply fallen on her own, and so that became the official story. Her classmates faced no repercussions for their actions. Or so it seemed. Three days after Kashima's death, the same classmates had stayed late after school and arrived at the train station after night had fallen. The train station, at this time, was empty and silent. Only the cold air howled in the distance. The teens walked together, laughing and feared for nothing, until one heard a distant, clacking sound. The three stopped and listened as the sound grew closer. It now sounded like nails tapping quickly on the pavement. The girls turned around and their eyes opened wide in fear. Their stomachs sank and nodded, their hearts pounding against their chests because just a few feet away from them was a bloody Kashima. The girls realized her lower body was gone as she lifted herself with only her arms. Her fingers were now nothing but bone, the flesh having been torn off from constantly dragging herself across the gravel. And they watched in horror as a smile grew on Kashima's face as she was about to take her revenge. Kashima lunged forward, the bones on her fingers striking pavement. Early the next morning, a scream echoed through the train station as the first patron found all three girls dead in a pool of their own blood, their upper bodies torn from their lower bodies. It's said that Kashima's spirit still wanders the train station at night, looking for other bullies to take revenge on. Other times, she's simply searching for her lost legs and will take the legs of those who can't help her find them. Either way, legends say that once you learn this story, Kashima will look for you, believing you know where her missing legs are. And if you don't know, she'll simply take yours. Now that we've dipped our toes into some Japanese urban legends, let's talk about our next horror anime suggestion. The Junji Ito Collection. This is a horror anime anthology series adapted from the works of one of the most prolific horror mangaka artists, Junji Ito, with 12 terrifying stories ranging from tales of deadly shadows that lie in wait for you in the darkest of corners to cursed jade carvings that open holes all over its victims' bodies, to a beautiful and possibly malevolent spirit that grants those who seek her out cursed advice. These tales aren't for the faint of heart. The artwork is disturbing. 
The various plots are unsettling, and the overall atmosphere of this series makes for the perfect watch this spooky season. In fact, this will be the series that I dive into to get my fill of scares this year. Will you join me? Our next tale continues along our bloody trail of cutthroat women. Meet the Kuche Sakeona. Long ago, there was a woman who was as beautiful as she was vain. And while her flawless features managed to captivate every man in her village, she wanted status above all else. And so she decided to marry a very powerful and notable samurai. But when his duties continuously pulled him away from home, the beautiful woman grew lonely. And in her loneliness, she decided to take another lover while her husband was away. In fact, believing that it would be a shame to let her beauty go unappreciated, she took many lovers. Unfortunately for the beautiful woman, her husband found out about her infidelity. Full of rage and jealousy, he decided to enact an awful punishment by taking away the thing that the woman valued most, her lovely face. Drawing his sword, the samurai placed the blade in his wife's mouth and split it open from ear to ear. With hatred in his voice and her screams filling the night air, he asked her, And who will think you are beautiful now? As he turned his back on her and he left, leaving the woman to spend her remaining years being ostracized and feared by the people in her village. The children whispered about her as she passed, pointing at her grotesque scars and twisted features. The men who once lusted after her now turned their eyes away in disgust at the infected wounds and rotting flesh. Until, driven mad by the pain, the shame, and the sorrow she felt in losing her once heralded beauty, the woman took her own life. But this isn't where the story ends because her tortured soul still lives on in the modern day, seeking vengeance for what she lost as the Kuche Sakeona. So if you find yourself wandering the streets of Japan late at night, I would advise you to be very careful because sometimes the scariest monsters hide in plain sight. But if you are one of the unlucky that managed to get pulled into her deadly game, you just may survive if you remember these rules. When the Kuche Sakeona emerges from the shadows, she will appear not unlike a normal woman, with her long black hair flowing down the length of her brown trench coat, a surgical mask obscuring her mouth. But something will feel off, and though your first instinct may be to run, you will not succeed. Because no matter how far you get, the Kuche Sakeona will simply reappear directly in front of you. And then she will proceed to ask you the question that will determine your fate. Do, Do you think, think I am beautiful? Answer no, and she will produce a large pair of scissors and cut you down on the spot. Answer yes, and the Kuche Sakeona will slowly peel her mask away to reveal the ruined flesh and open wounds of a mouth split unnaturally wide and ask, Do, Do you still think, think I am beautiful? beautiful? If you show any fear, disgust, 
Or if you respond with no, the Kuchai Sakeona will follow you home that night and cut you in half. But if you answer yes, you will still feel her cold steel as she takes her scissors and slices your own mouth from ear to ear in a gruesome imitation of her own twisted features. But there is one way to survive this interaction. When she asks her deadly question, you can try to confuse the Kuchisakeona by answering with, you look normal. And in her moments of hesitation, you just may be able to escape with your life and your face intact. Okay, take a breath and let's take a little break from the horror so I can talk to you about something very important. Tell me, what do Toji Fushiguro, Jing Freaks, and Shao Tucker have in common? Fuck them kids. Well, unless you are a member of the Endeavor School of Parenting, I'm guessing you probably at least have a soft spot in your heart for sick children. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Extra Life. Well, less by the organization and more by my buddy, specifically. Let me explain. Extra Life is a fundraiser where a bunch of altruistic nerds power up their PCs and consoles to raise money for children's hospitals by hosting a 24-hour-long video game streaming session. My friend will be playing games like Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, and Endless Dungeon, along with so many others, and donating every penny that you kind-hearted listeners contribute towards helping kiddos in need. So. If you want to watch a sleep-deprived gamer chug coffee and speedrun levels, or if you just want to be a good person and make a donation without watching the stream, you can visit the link in the episode description. The stream starts this Saturday on November 4th, but you can still donate anytime between now and the end of the year. Every little bit counts. Once again, the link will be in the description below or wherever you see the show notes. All right, let's get back into the scares and our final anime recommendation. Please, what do you think it means? The man you saw massacre your class. Surely you'd relish the chance to face him. Of course, I suspect he finds the prospect just as compelling. He must have left you alive for a reason. Dead Man Wonderland. Ganta Igarashi is a normal high school boy minding his normal high school business in class when a sudden explosion rips through the classroom, leaving the students and the teacher in nothing more than a mangled mess of severed limbs and broken pieces strewn about the room. That is, all of the students except for Ganta, who miraculously was the lone survivor. But unfortunately for him, that may have been the worst-case scenario as he is arrested and convicted for the murder of his entire class. As a result, he's sentenced to serve his time in an unorthodox prison called the Dead Man Wonderland that doubles as a theme park for the general public and puts its inmates on display like a macabre circus. To ensure obedience and good behavior, these inmates are forced to wear collars that constantly inject a deadly poison into their bloodstream 
a poison that can only be neutralized by consuming a candy-like antidote every three days. Prisoners can earn this candy by performing for the audience, completing various tasks, or fighting to the death in brutal gladiatory matches, where the combatants use their own blood as weapons to strike each other down. Will Ganta survive? Will he find out who framed him in the first place? And will he uncover the identity of the mysterious albino girl with the strange powers who seems to know more about him than she should? This show is bloody, brutal, and violent. Although, one of the scariest things about it is that it never got picked up for a second season. But if you don't mind a little bit of a cliffhanger or switching over to the manga, it is well worth the watch. Even if I wanted to say that no school children were harmed in the making of these tales, our next urban legend would quickly disprove that statement. Let's close out this episode with the story of the Dream School. There was a boy named Kay who suddenly found himself wandering around a school that he did not recognize. It was a school that seemed to be run down, old and dilapidated, and even had some parts of the ceiling peeling away. As he ventured through the corridors of this mysterious school, he grew more and more confused. It was as if, no matter which direction he took, the hallway would just loop back around to where he began. After much wandering, Kay felt the need to find another route, so he kept down the hallway, turned left, and turned left again. He soon found himself in the music room. But when he opened the door to the hallway, he was now in the girls' bathroom. Nothing seemed to make sense within the walls of this odd school. Then Kay jumped as he heard the clock chime. He looked up to see that the clock's hands were swinging back and forth, back and forth like a pendulum. And after hearing this, he also heard something else that was definitely strange. It was the sound of footsteps approaching him. Fearful, Kay turned to a set of stairs that led to the fourth floor. However, as Kay climbed up, he felt himself going down. When he reached the top, Kay had found himself on the first floor again. Ahead of him, he saw where the teachers kept the classroom keys. There was a large broken glass box which contained what Kay assumed was an important key. Yet the key was missing. All that was left was a note that read, the key is in room 108. Kay could hear the footsteps growing nearer, but somehow he instinctively knew which way to go. And so he ran down the hallway and away from whoever was pursuing him. When he reached room 108, he opened the door to discover that the lights were not working. He closed the door behind him and tried to pick out the details. All that he could see was the silhouettes of desks, chairs, and book bags. Yet, no students. Not long after, Kay heard the footsteps growing nearer once again. Then, whoever it was banged on the door. Although Kay's hand shook with fear, he opened the door, and his heart 
nearly stopped as he stood face to face with the most gruesome thing he had ever seen. A mess of disfigured student limbs, torsos, and heads coagulating into one big, ungracefully dancing creature. The form swayed back and forth as Kay gawked at the countless dead expressions of boys and girls melded together by this mysterious school. When a scream finally choked its way out of Kay's mouth, he realized that it was all a dream. A dream that he hoped to wake from soon, and this realization brought him a little relief as he knew that he would soon be free. But for Kay, that freedom never came because Kay never woke up. To this day, he still wanders the dream school, unable to escape, unable to wake up, always running from the disturbing creature that inhabits its walls. Now, my lovely listeners, I feel like I may owe you an apology, because what I forgot to mention at the beginning of this story was that once you hear this tale, you only have seven days to forget it. And if you fail, you will suffer the same fate as Kay, forced to wander the dilapidated dream school with the grotesque monstrosity that inhabits it for all of eternity in a never-ending nightmare. So, good luck and sleep tight.